Welcome to Momming. We're your hosts, Rachel and Stacy, and we believe there's no better way to be encouraged through motherhood than by connecting with other moms. Oftentimes, we can lose our identity in motherhood. The constant exhaustion, piles of dishes and laundry, and the mental gymnastics can leave us feeling like we have nothing left to give, but nothing could be further from the truth. As moms, we've been tasked with not only helping to raise the next generation, but also to find our individual purpose in the everyday. Join us as we hear from moms just like you. Welcome to Momming. Welcome back to Momming. All you moms, thanks for joining us today. We're talking about, this is a diving deeper um, from our Veterans Day episode we had last week when Tanya Jones was on, and she's a veteran mom. Her husband is in the military full-time. Her son's in the reserves. Uh, just an amazing example of Christians serving our country mm-hmm. and still loving our country yeah. and feeling like it's worth fighting for. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to have her on a special spotlight. Also to highlight that it's really difficult to be a mom in the military yeah, um, to have imagine. your husband deployed for long periods of time mm-hmm. and the adjustments that go along with that. But again, when that's what God has called you to do, mm-hmm. he gives you strength and courage and purpose and yeah. he leads you through it. And she was so gracious and so peaceful and mm-hmm. so kind. It was like, yeah, it wasn't even a struggle for her. No, I mean, I know it is, yeah. but it, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know that. Yeah just by talking to her. She handles it very gracefully. Yes, she does. Yeah. So today on the podcast, we were just going to highlight some of the things she talked about and bring up a couple other things um, that we were, that just, we. I feel like our (laughs) intro theme song for this episode should be the one that Donald Trump used. Proud to be in America, (laughs) where at least I know I'm free. Like, I almost got a little sick of hearing it, but I was like, oh, no. I love that song. Yeah, I'm like, no, I'm not sick of it yet. It's never, ever going to be cheesy, yeah, ever. ever. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, so That's how I feel, though. That's so good. Yeah. And, and we want to continue yeah. that tradition of yeah. being proud to be an American. I have a question for you that we didn't talk about, so if you don't have the answer, you don't. You can say. I love impro- improvisation. Okay. Yeah. I'm the queen of that. <laughs> okay. What do you think about the um, thread that has recently come through the Christian community mm-hmm. in America specifically mm-hmm. about like one side is, hey, like it's not about being an American. It's about laying down your rights Ooh. Ooh. for the others. <laughs> and then the other side's like, no, you don't understand. Like we're fighting for the rights and the freedom of others. And you do that by standing up to, t- to tyranny. Absolutely. So, so, and I I can see the argument on both sides. I I know where I land, but I can see the argument of both sides because when you take certain scriptures and it's all about like, obey your government and do this and do that and X, Y, and Z, that's kind of where those people, that's like where they're pulling from. And then the whole like Jesus, like look at the life of Jesus, like he came and literally laid his like royalty and his deity down and lived the life of like service to others but did he follow the rules uh not always he did not yeah and i feel like not always if you really want to know my opinion yeah i do that's why i asked i feel like it's easy for those people who say it's not about 
politics. It's not about this. It's about laying down our rights. I feel like it's easy for them to say that because they've lived in a very comfortable, mm. peaceful country right. where freedom was never an issue before. Right. So they have no experience with the opposite of with that. With the opposite of yeah. that. You, you can't, I mean, you yeah, can't it's tell easy. like a Venezuelan, hey, lay down your rights. <laughs> Because they're why like, do you think they're coming here? Yeah. Like, why do you yeah. think we have a border crisis right yeah. now? These people are trying to escape the tyranny. Yeah. And here we are giving it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's yeah. That's good. Those are good points. I, I I understand where they're coming from, but I also feel like they just don't want to make waves. Yeah. They want to keep the peace. Yeah. And unfortunately, in this country, it's not a political war that we're we're right. faced with right now. It's a value war right we're, we're fighting for our values yeah why was this country founded in the first place exactly go back to yeah. the roots of why to escape tyranny what yeah. freedom though yeah did religious they, religious freedom yeah. is the basis of why this country was founded right and so you know yeah. these christians in this community they have no idea what they're giving up by saying that they're right. giving up their religious freedom right so oh my gosh that's good that's really good i don't feel like there's a lot of room for that discussion going on right now i feel like people are landing on either side like you know what i mean uh, like I the battle like lines have been drawn and i feel like the time for discussion has passed which absolutely. i wish it wasn't i wish there could be open conversation absolutely anyway moving on <laughs> i did want to talk about a few little circling back with tanya um and the ways when we asked her like well how can you recognize you know, service people, and she talked about, oh, they don't expect anything. It's it's something that they volunteered to do and, you know, just an acknowledgement, like, well, thank you for your service or whatever. Um, I did want to share this story of one time when we were out to eat with my in-laws, and um, my father-in-law, um, he paid for the meals of... Uh, service the service people in the restaurant like he did it anonymously he went to the waiter or waitress or whoever and was just like hey i want to want to pay for the meals um of the, that table over there and they happened to be like four servicemen all eating um and that always stuck with me that was a, actually like a long time ago that happened and then always stuck with me and then my husband has kind of taken that mantle on whether it's um a service person or whether it's um, a policeman or woman, you know, if, if he can in the moment, he will, um, he'll like pay for their coffee or just go out of his way, especially in front of our boys to, um, you know, just thank them for their, their time and their sacrifice. And I don't know, it's just something that's, that's a good habit to get into when we see those people in our community to teach our children, like, okay you know, a verbal acknowledgement is like so rad. It goes a long way to bless them, you know, especially I think a lot of their job is so not fun, you know. So to have like a civilian verbally just say thank you or buy their cup of coffee or whatever, I just think it, it goes a long way into even just shining Christ's love, you know, just God bless you. Thank you for your service, you know, just linking those two things together. I don't know. That's just something that our family tries to do. That's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I love to like, we did Angel Tree a, a couple times mm -hmm. when I worked at the nuclear plant 
and our families ended up being families on base. Mm. And what I do love about Angel Tree is a lot of times you have the opportunity to actually go give the family the gifts and right. drop them off and meet them, mm-hmm. which a lot of times with the these types of things at Christmas, right. you don't get the opportunity to right. to have that face There's to face. There's no like touch point. Yeah. yeah. And it was so sweet. I mean, I just that. seeing them and being able to meet them and yeah. bless them, Yeah, you know? Because uh, amongst all the struggles, you know, there's also a financial struggle too. Totally. And so it's it's sweet to be able to meet that need yeah. and connect. Awesome. Yeah. But I did love how she said one of the ways she gets through it was to constantly be in mm-hmm. fellowship, mm-hmm. to have that community. Yeah. And I know that's a constant thread. Yeah. But uh, so important. Yeah. A lot and of I our mean, podcast. Well, I mean, we talk about this all the time. Like and our pastor just spoke on this, like we were created in the image of Christ and and Christ is relational. He, you know, he himself is part of a Trinity. And then if you even look at Jesus's ministry in the gospels, like he was all about people. The only time he stole away was to be with God the Father. Right. You know, otherwise he was pouring out constantly, whether it was like an intimate group with his disciples or whether it was like a large, you know, crowd or he was healing or whatever. Um, he was in community constantly. And I think you see the dangers of isolating. Um, you know, COVID has taught us, if, if nothing else, like the incredible damage that isolation can do to a person mentally, physically, you know. And so when we as moms choose isolation, like whether it's because you're a military family or because you just whatever, don't have a, a solid church or whatever, um, I think that's a huge tactic of the enemy, and he just loves to keep us by ourselves, alone. That's it. I mean, yeah. he wants to, and whatever way he can get us that way, yeah. the better. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Community is important. Yes. And if you want to catch our episode on community, <laughs> coming up in just a few short weeks, right after Christmas, you will not want to miss it. It's really, really good. It's, it's very good. Yes. Yeah, so switching gears, I think. Yes. I mean, unless there was anything no. else. Okay. Let's switch. The only thing, other thing that I really wanted to to point out and note on is that when it comes to our country um, and instilling those values within our children, um, it, it is important to instill those values mm-hmm. within our children, that we are proud to be Americans, that we live mm-hmm. in a country that is currently free mm-hmm. and that is amazing. Um, not a lot of countries in this world, none actually, mm-hmm. have the liberty that we do. Yep. Even though bit by bit we're losing it. Yep. Um, but it's important to continually reinforce this with our kids, mm-hmm. especially if our kids are in a public school setting. Yep. Uh, because they're not being taught that in school, which yep. is absolutely crazy to me that yeah. we would want to raise the next generation to not love yeah. our roots and where we've come from. Yeah. Now, it's not perfect. Right. Like I'm not sitting here pretending that racism doesn't exist right. at all anymore. I'm not pretending that there wasn't slavery in this world right. or, you know, that we took land that probably wasn't ours at some point. Right. Um, but we can't shy away from the yeah. darkness, but we also shouldn't. Well, I think what's like what we're seeing is where these people in power or authority have seen the wrongs, quote unquote, of the past, which there have been many. Mm -hmm. And so they're trying to right those wrongs with more wrongs. (laughs) 
Right. That's what it feels like. You know, I, I think most people with common sense are like, okay, yeah, like let's talk about, you know, is there bias? Are these things true? Mm-hmm. But to slap a one-size-fits-all label onto history in in general or onto all police departments or all black people or all white people or all Native Americans. Like the folly in that is so obvious, but it doesn't seem like anyone cares. <laughs> right. And it's it's interesting because if you even talk about Columbus, yeah. we just had Columbus Day. Yeah. And how... Stacy. no. I know. It is not called that anymore. It is. It's, it's indigenous people's we day We need now. to wake you need to get woke. I know, right? So, but you need to put a disclaimer at the beginning of this podcast that is kind of political. We don't usually go this far. Well, we're talking about history. That's true. Okay. So, but anyway, if you think about Columbus, when he came and sailed, when he sailed across that ocean, they still thought it was a flat earth. Yeah. He took out a bunch of sailors. Yeah. I don't know how he talked them into it. The sea that they came across, the Atlantic Ocean at that time, is called the Sea of Darkness, and they literally thought they were going to fall off the end of it. Wow. If that's not courage, right? I don't know what is. Yeah. You know, and yeah, he wasn't perfect. We're yeah. humans. He had a whatever. I don't even know. But the courage that it took to actually come out and find a new world. Right. I mean, those people probably thought they were sailing to their death. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think the point of all of this, if we're going to look at it from like bird's eye view, is the t- just the twisting of the truth is really what's been going on. Yeah. I mean, and take it from COVID, from history, from critical race theory, all the way to racism and people's motivations and black is white, up is down, wrong is right. I mean, literally, we're living in like topsy-turvy land, mm-hmm. I feel like, you mm-hmm. know. The twilight zone. Yeah. And so <laughs> history is just one of those areas as moms that Stacy and I just felt we just wanted to touch on to be like, hey, if you are homeschooling, if you are part of a charter, if you're part of a co-op, like you have a say in right. in and how your child studies history. Um, Story of the World is a great curriculum for younger kids. For junior high and up, I highly recommend Compass Classroom. They're based out of Tennessee. It's an online um, video series with a textbook that comes. It's it's absolutely fantastic. And there's so many, so there's tons more. But those are just like ones I've used personally that I've found that work well for my kids. Um, if you are in a public school, I would be asking to see their curriculum like post haste, like yesterday. <laughs> Get your hands. They, by law, they have to show it to you. You're paying for it. You're a, tax, you're a taxpayer. So... I would ask to get my hands on that curriculum. I would ask to see teacher syllabus. I would ask, I mean, I would be so up in their business about all of it. And then speaking out, of course, in respect when there's red flags. Because not every school system is riddled with this. Right. There are totally legit teachers, school boards who are not necessarily Christian, but who are like, uh, history's history. Like, let's leave it be, you know? Right. Anyway, that's my little soapbox. Yeah. Well, it's just like in as Christian moms in science, we're usually very uh, proactive at seeing what they're learning because we know that we're going to have to do some damage control at home. Um, History is becoming one of those subjects as well that we're going to have to used to be so safe review. History used to be the boring subject, (laughs) and now it's not. Now it's just the lie. Subject. Well, I think that since all of this has been going on, I've I've personally had a renewed oh yeah sense of 
wanting to learn about it and enthusiasm for the subject. And it's like going through my daughter's third grade history book is so fun Mm -hmm. because it's like stuff that I totally forgot, you know, and just the founding of the the country. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I always thought for, I mean, I don't always think this because I learned it at one point, but we always think like the pilgrims were the first settlers in the country. It's not true. Right. It was the settlement of Jamestown and John Smith and Pocahontas and that whole story. That was the first. Yeah. English settlement anyway in, right. in the, yeah, in, in the, the US. The Norwegian and the Vikings came down first. The Norwegians like and Lee the Vikings. Erickson, right? And all yeah. That, yeah. Um, so anyway, it, it's really interesting. And then William Penn and the mm-hmm. whole story behind William Penn and how the king of England gave him the land of Pennsylvania to pay off a debt to his father. Wow. And William Penn became a Quaker, mm. which we now know today as the Amish. Right. In England, being a Quaker was against the law. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. They got arrested, and William Penn was in jail multiple times. Um, But when the Spanish flu hit England, who were the only people who would take care of the sick? Ah. The Quakers. Yep. And so they were the only ones who would even get in the same room and take care of them. Um, And so King Charles said, you know what, to get you guys out of my country so I don't have to keep arresting you, you can have the land of Pennsylvania. And so that's where they went and settled. And instead of taking the land from the Indians that were there, William Penn um, traded and bartered with them for mm-hmm. their land and gave him them things like kettles and wow. furs and, yeah. and stuff. And they were, they lived in peace yeah. the entire time. Yeah. There was never a war. Yeah. There was never a gun. Yeah. Um, it's just a really How far Pennsylvania great, has fallen. <laughs> it's a really great story, right? <laughs> yes. And it's t- so true. Yeah. Um, if and you there, live in Pennsylvania, we love you. It's just your state <laughs> politics are pretty shady. Yeah, and as more people came, towns began to form, and William Penn's town was the, the city of Philadelphia, the city cool. of brotherly love, and that's originally how it came yeah. to be. But wow, I know just that. That was that good. I history. didn't know some of that, so thank you for that history lesson. Well, and you're like, thank you, Abeka history. <laughs> <laughs> Since that, you know, it just gives you yeah. It gives you perspective. Yeah. Um, even like you see a lot of the "Don't Tread on Me" flags mm-hmm. flying around, and the ori- the origins of that flag co- go all the way back to when the country was founded, right. um, back before the 1700s, even. Right. So it's just it's interesting. Yeah. Um, there there is definitely history behind them. Yeah. It's not just something that that sprang up right. all of a sudden. Um, and another really cool thing is I heard uh, one of the people that I follow. He said. You know, in these times, whether your kids are in private school, public school, homeschool, charter school, whatever it is, you know, if you take an hour a week just to kind of instill those those concepts of history and freedom and liberty into them, um, they're going to grow up knowing mm. the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a really cool report online that was done. It's called the 1776 report. Mm-hmm. And it outlines. It's free. You everything. can just go on and yeah, read it. Yeah, just go on Google, read the 1776 report. It's just really interesting. Mm. So that's good. I hope it is encouraging. Yeah. So good. Well, I think that's it for us, moms. Um, as always, like I just want to say, if you're praying about schooling options or curriculum op- options, you know, you have the Holy Spirit inside of you and. And what he directs for your family is definitely what you should be doing. Um, we can talk about all our opinions and things like that, but really what matters is that you're following the Lord and his will for you and your family. So we hope you were encouraged today. And last week, go back and listen to Tanya if you missed it. 
And then again, just coming up, we have like a ton of just really fun Christmas, a lot lighter, like these, you know, we won't really be getting into crazy topics. It's kind of nice to take a break from that stuff sometimes, I feel like. Mm -hmm. So um, we do have a um, an awesome lineup of, of Christmas episodes, but we do want to let you know that we will be taking a two-week break for Christmas and New Year's because we have taken the advice of some of our guests and we're slowing down (laughs) (laughs) as you should as well. And just be present with your family and just, you know, living each day as if um, it's all you have. So thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye.